Joe Buditain qualified as a surf lifeguard in 1993. She has a bachelor's in auto health from the University of the Western Cape, a master's degree in e-healthcare and telemedicine at the University of Queensland and a doctorate of philosophy from UWC. She also contributed her expertise at the Ministerial Advisory Committee on e-health at the National Department of Health. Combining her extensive knowledge and experience from academia and her lifeguard background, Jill now dedicates herself to advancing drowning prevention initiatives in South Africa and beyond. I'm fine, thank you. And yourself? I'm good, thank you. So, Jill, the National Sea Rescue Institute has done amazing work um, as well as a renowned organization. Can you please tell us more about the NSRI and what your role is? Yeah, so um, the NSRI stands for National Sea Rescue Institute and it was an organization that started off as um, doing maritime rescues mainly for boats um, that you know were in trouble and needed assistance because there wasn't such a service in South Africa. But over time it's evolved substantially to recognize that there's a whole host of things that happen before someone gets into trouble. And we call that, you know, the drowning prevention part of it. And the drowning prevention part of it is what I manage um, at the NSRI. We are a team. Um, the NSRI has 1,400 and odd volunteers throughout South Africa, approximately almost 50 stations throughout South Africa. And then we have a drowning prevention department that mainly focuses on all the things, um, including water safety education and um, survival swimming lessons, as well as the Pink Rescue Boy program. And then also we do some lifeguarding within the NSRI. So that all falls under me. And we are present in all nine provinces in South Africa. That's very interesting. So Jill, you have an amazing track record in the world of academia. But what was your inspiration behind becoming a surf lifeguard? So when I was very young, um, my father was um, started off as a lifeguard serving the community. And often we used to ask him, you know, and my mom used to take us off to church. And I used to say to him and my grandmother, then why is it that you don't go to church? And he said, you know, God's put me on the beach so that I can save lives to, so that they could go to church. And um, both my sister, my late sister and I were both very good swimmers. And we just, it was a natural progression to get involved. But the passion for helping people has been there my entire life. Um, no matter what I do, I have an absolute passion to help people. And many of the volunteers that are part of the NSRI and people that are employed at the NSRI are all passionate about, um, you know, making sure that we are a water safe nation. And we all live for the purpose here at NSRI of saving lives, changing lives, and creating futures. That's amazing. So um, what sparked your interest about um, integrating information, communication, and technologies, ICT, in healthcare? So um, basically, when you look at the use of um, ICTs, in terms of healthcare, I mean, th that during the COVID time became criti critical and, and, or an integral part of what we done during COVID, especially during lockdown. So that was very important. But we're now seeing like 
artificial intelligence, um, evidence-based medicine, and predictive medicine, how we can use all of that research data to inform what it is that we do. So if you think about, you know, like um, what you're currently doing in terms of broadcasting, there's a lot of information and planning that the production team has to do to make sure that the correct messages gets to the correct audience at the correct time of the year, like with the summer safety messaging. So we've brought all of that together in terms of what it is that we offer the communities around drowning prevention. We're bringing everything together from research to social media platforms to um, technology platforms. We bring it all together to give people the best offering of advice that we can. What was your experience when you engaged with the Ministerial um, Advisory Committee in eHealth at the National Department of Health? I think for me that was very exciting. It was very prestigious. Um, but it was also, you know, having the insight of working on the ground. So like when you say on the ground, working and interacting with people, um, that's actually doing the hard work. So whether they are capturing information in a hospital when you enter the hospital or when you're being discharged or ordering your medicine from the pharmacy within a hospital system, now having to go and sit at the Ministerial Advisory Committee, I understand what people need and want on the ground. And then I also understand, had a, a good understanding of how government works and how they need to address challenges and problems. And so I think for me, that was a really enriching experience to grow my portfolio. But it was also that I could be the voice and the advocate for people that are wanting government to understand their problems and their challenges, but also to complement government for the hard work that they do. That's very interesting. So there was a drowning prevention summer readiness workshop that was recently held. Could you please tell us what this was about? Yeah, so basically um, what we plan to do is the, as the NSRI, but there are also many other organizations that I do have to pay tribute to. Um, they include like Western Cape Disaster Management, which is part of the Western Cape government. Um, there's various other organizations like Life Saving South Africa and Power Plastics. And then the University of Stellenbosch and the University of Cape Town that all have been working in the space of either drowning prevention or emergency medicine that have vital information that they need to share. And when you get a message about, um, please be careful when swimming in places where the water is, is not good, so there's a sewage leak in the water, that information is not given to you like as a thumbsuck, it's given as um, very important vetted information. So on the internet, we are aware that there's so much information out there and you never know what's true, what's a hoax or not. So the plan of the drowning prevention workshop was to disseminate important information around what are the key messages that we need to communicate this summer and what are the plans that government has put in place and various organizations have put in place to ensure that people are safe in and around water this summer. 
Now, Joe, with festive season, it is common for most people to go on vacation and the beach is a popular location. What can parents and the public in general do to ensure that they remain safe and prevent tragic events such as drowning? So I think the number one thing is that we encourage people not to consume alcohol um, when on the beaches, but even before. So even if you're going on a holiday where there's no beach and there's you sort of having a braai and around the swimming pool is we ask whoever's the designated supervisor of people swimming is not to drink alcohol. Um, so alcohol is one of the major contributing factors to um, unintentional injury. And we know this with the road traffic accidents. But we sort of try to sort of say it's not a thing with drowning, but it is a big thing. So alcohol, supervision, we ask parents, um, loved ones, please take care of your family no matter where you go um, and supervise them closely. I also think supervision is not just the parent. It's also to look where there are lifeguards patrolling. So if you do see a beach and you don't see the red and yellow flags or you don't see lifeguards patrolling, or if you're going to a lake or dam and there's no lifeguards patrolling, please make sure that you supervise carefully. The lifeguards are there to help you. They are on most beaches and most public um, bathing, swimming facilities. They are there from 8 till about 6 o'clock and sometimes their times vary. So please watch out for them. And I think those are the two key messages for the summer is, is supervision, alcohol, they are on top of the list for 2023-2024. Now, Jill, one more question. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Yes, you know, I can spend the whole day doing this. And um, as I've shared with your team, there are the top 10 things that we're trying to encourage people to do. And um, if the one thing that I could encourage people to do that requires you to do something today before you go down to the beach is really save that emergency number on your cell phone. It's 112. Make sure that you dial that number first and you stay calm and give the correct information that you're required to do. Um, secondly, please learn how to do um, bystander CPR. I think it's something that's very important if once you've taken someone out of the water and they've been there for a while, um, underneath the water, please, as soon as you can start CPR, do that. So I think if everybody can start learning, saving that number and learning bystander CPR, um, it's going to be of immense value to keeping us safe this summer. Jill, thank you so much for joining me today. Listener, that was Jill Bolitain, and she spoke to us about the importance of preventing drowning. So, listener, before um, I end off the show, let's listen to the song. This is Dabula by Harry Kane, Master KG, DJ Latimi, and Emo. <laughs> 